Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Everything Goes. Now you gotta give everybody a chance to get in. Today I'm about a minute early. <laughs> Alrighty, they're starting to come in. Anyway, today's show is gonna be a little bit about this and a little bit about that and how we are now a uh, threat to mankind. We are th- those of you who have not been injected are now a threat to mankind. It's official. The WHO is making a stand to further incorporate everybody in these injections because they need you for money. Hey, be the light. You made it. Did you actually get the notice? Okay. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the um, They need everybody to be incorporated because if we're going into a digital currency, you are the currency. Instead of having a banking institution, now they have a microchip or a nanochip inside of you that they can, uh, oh, okay, <laughs> you prepare, <laughs> bottle of brandy, a bottle of vodka, but <laughs> a little chocolate. <laughs> the, uh, they're trying to turn everybody into a um, uh, little, uh, what is it? Although STS, yeah, that's after. <laughs> Clean it all out. Uh, the uh, They're trying to use everybody as currency. They need you to be the currency. Because if you're the currency, then they can turn you on and off. And again, disengage you if you decide to not be the kind of currency they want you to be. Like they're doing in China. You know, everyone's worried that, thinking that this is a control mechanism to control the people, and it is. But you are the currency, okay? Bill Gates has got a patent on the fact that you are going to be the currency. This is the, you know, the concept of the mark of the beast. You're not going to be able to buy anything without the mark on the right hand or arm, okay, and forehead. So the PCR would be the in- instrument of that little technology. So when we're looking at all that's going on today and seeing how they are wanting to, again, further expedite incorporating everybody under this new fourth industrial revolution, which basically is genetically engineering men men and women throughout the planet to be integrated into a network of uh, a compilation of industry, I guess, or a banking institute, or, you know, you're no longer, I mean, you're basically a goyim. Basically, a goyim is less than less than alive, and all you are is material to be utilized by the system in order to um, in order to do what they want. Pull control. The gods of yesteryear, the old ancient gods of Olympus and Rome and Egypt and Babylon, these Babylonian gods. Uh, which are all the same, are now, again, going to take over mankind and rule over them again. You know, they are planning on a coup. They're planning on undermining God's creation. And again, when we're looking at the injections, again, I was hearing this again last night on another program, that the numerical value of God, in other words, God's serial number, is implemented in all of us when he created us. 
one must be born of water and uh, water and spirit. Okay. In other words, you come through the physical realm through your mother's womb, and the spirit comes from God. So that's that's the idea of you being part of God's creation. You know. So when you're looking at that whole concept, they're asking everybody to surrender that identification number, identifying you as being part of God's creation, to now be instigated or instituted into this new creation, this new uh, paradigm. When we're looking at Star Trek and all these sci-fi shows of the future and they're traveling all over the place and they're seeing all these wonderful, you know, aliens and dealing with this and having intergalactic wars and so forth and so on. This this basically they're showing you a depiction of the abyss and everything in it. You know, men don't we're not we're not uh, how would you put it? We're not evolving. The more we have to rely on technology, the more we have to rely on external uh, apparatuses to do things, the less we become. You know, we don't evolve; we become dependent. You know. Um, so when we're looking at the whole element of everything, okay, everything we're looking at now today in regarding to. Um, Nothing's what it looks like. It all has eye candy appeal. To suck you into this, to suck you into that, to entertain you with this, to, to like, everything is about uh, deplatforming your defenses, shutting you down, keeping you in a state of total, total, total um, ignorance. I guess is a good word, ignorance. You know, completely. Uh, derailed from reality the reality they're showing you is is um <laughs> is is not real at all it's not sucking me in <laughs> yeah it really is there's nothing here really everything here is inverted and everything and the interesting thing about all this too is that this has been going on right under our feet for a long time it's at this point at the juncture where now the the ones that are have been keeping this secret have now brought it to the surface. They're the ones bringing it to the surface because they realize now that people are so stupid and so dumb and so uh, oblivious that they have forgotten everything. Everything's been forgotten. You ever see these guys um, go out and do interviews? I was watching one the other day. And the guy goes up to this gal and says, where was the war in Vietnam fought? Okay, where was the war in Vietnam fought? The response was Canada. <laughs> Canada. So I shared this with a friend. And we both like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Canada. The war in Vietnam was fought in Canada. And as, and as a Canadian, you got to say, this is news to me <laughs> that Vietnam is in Canada. But anyhow, <laughs> now some of this may have been staged. Okay. I have to think that this had to have been staged. Nobody could be really just stupid. And when they asked another person to, to deduct 100, uh, 17 from 100, you know, she said, I don't know. 
This is all because they're dependent on a technology and the technology that, and I'm sure the, the AI is monitoring everybody's using this technology, the phone, contacting each other, social media and all that. And, and um, addressing the conversations that are going on and how much of it is just nothing. You know, Boo Boo slept with BB and BB slept with Baba and Baba slept with BB and whatever. You know, it's all useless shit. Um, uh, I don't remember who it was. I just, I, there's been a lot of these over the years that have gone on where they ask, you know, who's the president of the United States and people don't even know who the president of the United States is. Mind you, it may not, that may not be important information anyway, because it isn't going to matter if they know that or not, but, or even who's the prime minister of Canada. Um, I don't know. They have a prime minister, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, and, and it's not just Americans, okay? This is just, this is the thing. It's not just Americans. It's Canadians as well. It's gone to a point that just the, the, the uh, what I call the stupid virus has become, it has been now in epidemic proportions. If you take somebody out of that environment, that, that techno environment, and ask them some fundamental questions that everybody should know. Hey, do you know what a shoelace is? No, what's that? You know, or how to dial a dial-up. You know, they don't know that either anymore. And part of that is because that's out of sight, out of mind. But still, when you're looking at some of the common sense things that most of us learned in, in our elementary levels of school. Now, mind you, in today's times, the elementary levels of school is trying to teach them how to masturbate, how to um, watch their parents have sex, uh, gay sex, the whole nine yards, pedophile sex. So we're looking at all this, this that's going on in regarding to uh, everything that has been happening. They're not educated today on any level, on any level. So when we're looking at the whole educational system that that has failed us we're looking at the news media that has failed us you're not getting the truth anywhere from most places and the truth that we are looking at today we are looking at it only in bits and bytes we're not seeing the full picture even in that regard so we're seeing whatever we can see that's why it's good to have a group of you working together this way you can share whatever you're looking at and then and then dissect it you know seeing this or that or whatever or sometimes you get a different perspective of somebody else's somebody else's view um but here we are now the who is telling everybody that if you didn't get injected you are now a threat a, a, a equivalent to that of a terrorist i went grocery shopping yesterday i had to go pick up some stuff and when i was in the store i have i'm noticing now more and more people are wearing the mask they don't even have to be told they don't even have to be told. I was like, are you kidding me? They walk in and they got their little, you know, bankrupt. I saw a friend of mine at the store the other day. And uh, yesterday I was in another store and I was looking for potato uh, starch. So I went to one place. They didn't have it. Went to another place. They didn't have it. I was going to go to a third place to see if they had it because I use it to make certain things. And anyway, uh, there she is again with this mask on, you know, and walking around the store with a mask on. I, I keep to, I kept saying to her, well, when you rob that bank, let me know so I can get some of that can get something from you, you know. But and this is somebody that was that is supposed to be in the know. You know, 
I'm walking around, no mask. I got my little, I, I forgot my ionizer yesterday, so I had to come home and give myself a good zapping. But uh, usually my ionizer's with me. You know, I go out, you know, don't have a care in the world. I'm trying to get everything I need now. I'm trying to get a little bit ahead on certain things so that if they do decide to reinstate this whole mask bullshit, which, you know what, it will come again. You know, it will come again. And I, I'm almost willing to bet money it's going to come again. Um, we're going to have to, like I said, take a hard look at all the uh, uh, this cycle. And it's and they're bringing it all in waves too. Okay, they're bringing this all in waves. Okay, now we're in the winter months again. You're back in the school. And now you're back in school. And then you're going to go through the whole season back, back in school. And now, you know... Uh, come springtime, they'll lighten it up again, but maybe they won't lighten it up right away. Um, um, what they're going to give you now is whatever, whatever new implementation that they're going to bring in. That's what we're going to see. It's, uh, it's just, again, just, just the nature of what, how they're doing it. They realize also, and I got to say this, they have also realized that because people are so stupid, you have to bring them into it incrementally, incrementally. And again, each time you inc uh, you bring in it a on a, a new level, that new level of incrementation increases and increases and increases. They don't realize it, but they're in a state of sleepwalking into oblivion. You know, and again, the whole uh, aspect, yeah, little, little by little, little bit, little bit there, little bit, little bit there. A little, little bit everywhere. Yep. So when we're looking at that whole thing, you know, the Bible says in the last days, good would become more good, evil would become more evil, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a, we're going, we're seeing a direct separation of us and them, and it isn't us and them situation we're seeing today. It's no longer, you know, you're being racist or you're being prejudiced or you're being discriminatory the, the discriminatory aspect has already begun and it's now the, the who that is creating that discriminatory discriminatory uh effect vax vax against unvax it, it's ridiculous what has gone on we've all known for years and years and years just even the normal vaccines were dangerous and had a genetic altering effect on our genome but you always had a choice. There was always the option of opting out of an injection. You could always say no, you know. And when we're looking at this, and the more you look at this stuff, the more you realize that if this was, if this was above board, like they said it was, why did they hide all the facts? You know, why did they hide all the facts? They've done this with every injection. You notice that? Every injection, every vaccine that's ever come out, they've always hit the facts. Today, they use animal genome, uh, which, again, I learned uh, there's another term that popped up today. It's called cDNA. 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 See, I'm looking at it. cDNA. cDNA. And what cDNA does is it's a complementary DNA. So when the DNA goes through a specific cycle, cDNA is added to it so that it will produce a protein. It produces a protein that the DNA, and again, it, it, it changes the function of that DNA. 
And I saw that, I think, hmm, maybe that's what went wrong. Maybe that's what went wrong. All these cDNAs that they added to the system, which again, they don't tell you this. They don't tell you that they've got more than one type of uh, DNA in these injections. tDNA, sDNA, cDNA, xNA, pNA, lNA. I mean, there's a bunch of them in there. Okay, and the more you look up these different types of DNA, the more you can see how this, this thing was compiled. My problem with this, this, this invention of theirs is not the nano. All these guys are jumping on the nano aspect, which is good. You need to understand that that is what you're dealing with is a synthetic biology. And you're also dealing with uh, tiny little robots that are going through your system to integrate and interface with, with you and it. Okay, and now they've also added a DNA sequence with it, which is the, another operating system that's intertwined with the nano uh, uh, program. That's where it becomes a little bit, you know, cloudy. Because usually the way this technology works, it has a redundancy program and a re reboot and resettling program. Like I said, self-assembles, self-repairs, self-replicates. So in its replication and its um, assembly, you have a, a different type of program in its self-repair. That's a whole different thing. That's why you have to erase, eradicate that program in order to stop it from doing that. Now, when you add a protein to it that is also very programmable and has code in it, there would be also the redundancy in that code to help reboot the nano if it somehow got you know, destroyed or somehow uh, got defective. So it would have a reboot in it as well. Again, they don't tell you this. You know, my theory, my um, speculation on this, and again, I don't know if it will work. I have no idea. But you would have to put somebody in a very high-powered electromagnetic field and fire a high static charge at the same time where the electromagnetic field would erase the nano program. It may not touch the protein. Uh, because that's again, a, it's, it's like it's like having a flash drive and having a um, DVD or a CD-ROM, a CD uh, uh, disc. Okay, you can hit a CD disc with a magnetic field; it will not affect the program in the least. But environmental changes can affect the program on a CD or a DVD, whereas a magnetic field strong enough can wipe out a um, uh, hard drive, flash drive, anything that uses a magnetic field to write memory can be eradicated with a magnetic field. So the only thing that I could see doing with a person who's got these jabs, again, it's all theoretical and it's all um, speculation. I have no idea if it would even work. Again, I have no way of even... Uh, uh, testing that theory out but if you put somebody like in an mri and jacked up the magnetic field and at the same time fired a static charge through a person's body you could essentially wipe out the program that's causing these things to happen okay that is the theory now again having the theory and having reality is two different things but that's the only way to circumvent this You'd have to eliminate the program and at the same time burn out the protein uh, sequence in the DNA. And again, you, you would probably damage the person. Um, 
but they would be free of the jab. Do you think taking a teaspoon of baking soda will help my itchy, empty throat? I'm taking... What's it taking? Oh, okay, DM, but it's not working. Well, why not just dissolve some vitamin C and suck on it like a lozenge? You know, that would probably be coated better or... You can go to a health food store, just make sure it doesn't have silica on it. And they used to have a zinc lysine C lozenge, which again, you would put in and just suck it down gradually. Now, again, I don't know if they have silica on that shit or not. If it does, don't bother with it. Um, but you can or make, make your own um, lozenge. All you need to do is, like I said, heat sugar, heat sugar down to a, where it's really tacky mix your components in, into it, and then uh, pour it in, uh, have some ice uh, under a pan that you're going to pour it in uh, so that the pan gets chilled really quick. And when you put it in there, uh, pour it in there, and then cut it off in segments, and it should solidify almost immediately or very quickly. Uh, and then um, use that to, you know, just suck on it. That's all you got to do. Um I'm just trying to think of another way for you. Um, ah, that won't work because as soon as it gets heat. Yeah, that would probably be the easiest way to do it. You know, you'd need white sugar. Any store-bought sugar will work on this. Um, and then add your, you can you can open up a couple of capsules of zinc, a couple, uh, maybe one or two, one, one or two teaspoons of vitamin C, half a teaspoon of lysine, mix it all together. Mix it when the sugar is, like I said, down to the point of real of tackiness. Throw it in there, mix it really well, and then pour it on an ice pan. And that should create a, um, a solidification of that of the uh, of the uh, sugar. Whereabouts you could even maybe roll it up, you know, while it's still tacky, and then just cut it off in segments and leave it on the ice ice uh, tray until it all solidifies. Now you got a a, a lozenge, you know. Well, the elite probably do have an antidote, but that ain't going to help you. <laughs> Why would the elite give you anything? They're trying to kill you. They're, they're already saying that most people today, they don't need on the planet. That you, have, you are obsolete. They have machines can do everything you can do. So why would they want to keep you alive? Think about that for a minute. They have the antidotes. Sure I'm sure they have the antidotes. I'm sure they have the solutions to the majority of these issues that they're pr uh, propagating. But why would they need you? Why would they give it to you? What What do you have to offer them that they don't have? No. Tony, what do you, what do you suggest for a clogged ear? Clogged ear? Walmart. Go to Walmart. Take out the old ear. Get a new one. No more clogging. You're good. Clogged ear. I would probably tell you to take internally sunflower lecithin. And then I would probably tell you to take a um, um, essential oil. Doesn't matter which one really. It could be any of them. Rosemary, sage, thyme, uh, clove, balsam fir, Siberian fir, any of those. Mix them and mix them in a little oil. Say you get a teaspoon of oil, add about 10 drops to it, mix it up really well. 
take a Q-tip and just swab the ear on the inside. They got a device I've seen on television, which I thought was a good idea. What it was was a corkscrew. And basically you, you corkscrew this thing in as a soft material and then you pull it out. And usually that will pull out the wax. A lot of times you have a canal going down along your neck that's connected to the ear that can get congested. And that's usually a result of eating bread, pastas, rice, cereal, uh, sugar. You know, at this time of the year, uh, people eat a lot more sugar. So that could be the problem too. Um, didn't you say someone did that with, they wiped out the program with a huge high frequency, basically the same thing you got, got to do someone who was, well, again, no, they didn't do it with somebody who's been jabbed. They, the technology we use wipes out the nano on several different several different ways. It either overloads it and explodes it, or it wipes out the memory. What you're talking here in this situation, you're not going to wipe it out with a frequency. That's pure bullshit. You have to put them in a field where the, the program, the one program is neutralized, and then you neutralize the other one with a static charge. You're not going to, you're not going to break this down with a frequency. Nanotechnology has an adaptive ability to, again, you can knock it down once or twice with a frequency, and when it adapts, that frequency is useless. So you have to be able to um, isolate the two programs. I was reading a book about the German. German what? Why the hell can I not read that? I must be going blind here. Okay. German spas along the river in Germany. They used to have caves and spas that would heal your ailments naturally i wish i could travel back in time it wouldn't it wouldn't affect you it wouldn't affect this the aches and pains a lot of things they had back then those days were different than what we're dealing with today you're still you're you're dreaming okay we're dealing with a techno uh infection Okay, we're not dealing with a bacteria. We're not dealing with a fungi. We're not dealing with a with a so-called virus or exosomes. We're not dealing with algae. We're not dealing with mold. We're dealing with a synthetic biology that's integrated. So these spas uh, may reduce the pain, but it's not going to stop the problem. Um, hello, Abramo. How you doing? So, um, uh yeah, definitely dreaming. <laughs> you have to understand, we're no longer living in that time frame where things were natural. If we were living out in the middle of, of nowhere, away from these civilized, civilized world as we know it today, okay, we wouldn't, um, we wouldn't. Those things may still work. Even the Rife machines may still work. But we're not living in those days. We're living in a whole different environment, a whole different technocracy, a whole different uh, evolution of of tech, not just technology, biotech. They have crossed the lines here with the clay and iron that Daniel talks about by incorporating programs and programming and materials in the body that shouldn't be there. We have the scientific community of the 50s and 40s were, were far more advanced than what we're seeing. And they had help. And what helped them, helped them against us, not for us.
you know, um, you know, um, so like I said, we're no longer in that realm. And again, this is why I keep telling everybody, you have to start thinking in today's time, today's time. Now, there were in the past people using technologies that uh, that I replicate that I haven't replicated, but uh, uh, similar similar to what I'm doing. You know, a lot of times I make these things, and then somebody sends me a a historical account from the last reset where they already had that technology going on, and I had, wasn't aware of it. So there is a parallel going on here, and maybe there's a bleed in from that reset to this one, and some of us are picking up on that. Again, I don't know. Or maybe just God opening up our minds saying, hey, look, you can do this. You can do that. So, um, it uh, again, we're dealing with a whole different, a whole different everything. When was the last reset? We've had several. We've had several. You know, every time we've had a war, there was a reset. If you look at 2020, 2021, 2022, it parallels, it parallels 1920, 1921, 1922. They released a, a, a bird flu of, of some kind uh, back then, or some sort of epidemic of a flu from some avian. Okay. Today we're releasing a uh, biological, uh, Tartaria was an, another reset, but it wasn't the latest one. You know, there's been many since, you know, uh, when we're looking at the parallel between 1920 and 2020, it's identical. We're repeating the program. We're repeating the cycle. Something happened in the timeline in the late 1900s that altered everything and changed it, shifted it. And I've often said many times that I believe we're in a parallel you know, we, we're, I don't think this is the real earth. I think this is a parallel that's shot out, or this is the, the result of that, that, um, that diversion that happened in the 1900s. Something shifted, something changed. So, and since then, we've had several world wars. People don't realize, we, okay, World War One, World War Two, uh, was the main event, but we had another world war when all the, all the military presence went into Iraq. Remember that? All of Europe, all of the United States. They brought in their toys to stop the weapons of mass destruction. Okay, that was a global war. But nobody lo looked at it that way. You know, so we're, we're, again, every time something like that, the Spanish flu, yeah. So every time we've looked at the the um, events, again, we're just recycling the events over and over. You know, every time we've had a war, there's been a shift. Every time we've seen a some kind of a major uh, a major event, a lot of history got wiped out. A lot of knowledge was lost. They were curing things back in 1902 and 1904 that in today's time they can't cure. Makes no sense. It's not that they don't. It's not that they don't have a cure. They don't want you to be cured. 
there's been this funneling away of people and life ever since the turn of the century. And look at and look where we're at now. We're not we're only in 2020. They're trying to wipe us out because they're already talking 2050. I doubt seriously we're gonna make 2050. Something is bound to go wrong. They they don't have every all the contingencies in place that they need to get in place, and they're moving at a rapid rate, thinking that people are not going to get, uh, get caught up or um, become um, uh, knowledgeable enough. And I don't. And I think they overlooked the fact that. Uh, there were some people that still had a measure of intelligence that we weren't being sucked into the cell phone, you know, taking a whatever, taking a, a, a selfie. Oh, look at me. You know, some of us were actually doing things that um, um, we weren't going along the same road. We weren't walking the same path. And I and, and and in this regard, I believe that was God calling all of us to come out of this shit. That's my thinking anyway. You know, it got us to wake up. Got us, it started us on a, on, a, on a protocol of being awakened in our in our lives. And, so, and, and a lot of it got started way, way, way back. You know, my walk started in 1975. That's when I started. That's when I came out of this, this, this unreality. You know, I I keep telling everybody, you know, I didn't find Jesus. Jesus found me, and I always and I often say that to everybody else. You didn't find nobody found Jesus. Nobody was looking for Jesus. Jesus found you. He came after you. He said he went after the lost sheep. So that's and that's more facts than anything else. So I and that's what I tell everybody. So when we're looking at a lot of the things that have been going on, it's all been repeated. Except every time they repeat it, they're more efficient. They become more effective in doing whatever they're doing. So I, I, and this is why I keep telling everybody what I tell everybody. Um, I got to point out something too. Okay. I put a folder out uh, last, last show. I'm going to put it out again. Now I've gotten only very few responses telling me that they got the show. So if you, if you went and downloaded the, the folder, send me an email, let me know you, you, you got it. It was okay. I've gotten a call from New Zealand saying they can't download it. Uh, so now I need something to ship things to New Zealand. Uh, they gave me um, they gave me something to look at. I haven't had a chance to look at it. So I'm going to point that out too. If um, um, you didn't get the email, what do you mean? Uh, when I talk about the email, I'm talking about when I post the shows, I send the broadcast email out. There's a link inside there. It says share this with your network. It's, a, it's big and bold. Uh, yeah, okay. It will take a while because the information is pretty extensive. Okay. But yeah, it'd be good to know who got, who got downloaded it, who didn't. Um, you go on the last show. It'll be on this show as well. Look, look, on the, look in the pod uh, with all the links. And it'll be something there about sharing. Uh, take, download and share the... Share the uh, that's pulled. Okay. Um, so I crave spaghetti bad. You'll get over it. <laughs> You'll get over it. It'll take a little while. Yeah. Yeah. If you get the email and you, and let me know if you downloaded the folder because this way I can see where, who's got what, you know, um, you know, it it um so i can see what's going on 
Space Odyssey, I'm going to tell you, so I'm Mediterranean. You know, we come out with a piece of bread. When we come into the world and we crack open the portal, we have a slice of bread in our hand. That's how addicted to bread we are. And I don't eat spaghetti. I haven't eaten that shit for 14 years. So the first year is a bitch to get rid of all that pasta craving or bread craving or cereal craving or any kind of grain craving, quinoa, whatever. If you got a Tim Hortons where you're at or you go into a place where they bake bagels, man, you'll start salivating. That tells you you're a junkie, you know. So, yeah, you'll get over it. It takes about a year. The first the first uh, three or four months, your body's fighting you to get, to get that bread in you. And the other seven and a half months or so, it's a fight psychologically. You know, you don't, after about the fourth, fifth month, you don't feel the need for bread, but there's that thing in your head. Hey, wouldn't that pizza taste good? Wouldn't that panzerotti taste good? Wouldn't that ravioli taste good? Wouldn't that spaghetti taste good? Wouldn't that baked macaroni taste good? Oh, and you drive down and you know, you, I say you drive past a, seven, um, a Tim Hortons and they're baking bagels and you can smell that from four blocks away. You know, all of a sudden you got this super sense of smell for bread, you know, Everything changes <laughs> and you start salivating like a junkie, you know, then, you know, you're, you, you got to quit this drug. Um, B vitamin absorption. I grinded my capsules in a coffee grinder and put the powder in yogurt and keeper. I let it uh, sit for a couple hours and I consumed it. Is this right? Uh, you may want to leave it for a, a day overnight. And if you put it in the capsule, check your capsule. Is it a capsule or a caplet? If it's capsule, why not just empty it out? You know, I mean, you could use, I mean, as long as the capsule, if the capsule is gelatin, then fine, keep it. But if it's a, 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 a vegetable fiber base, if it's a, a vegan capsule, don't use it. It just, it'll just impede the absorption. Because um, it'll take a lot longer for the yogurt to break that down. A lot of those vegan capsules are coming from pine bark. Or pine pine leftover, you know. So just now open it up, and again, overnight would be better. Uh, uh, here, okay, okay. Looks like everybody's enjoying the show. <laughs> Let the show go on. Um. Uh, yeah, when we're doing things today, again, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently than what the health food industry is telling you. And a lot of the stuff I keep telling you about the health food industry, it's uh, you know, a lot of it's just bunk and bullshit. So be on your guard for that. A few years ago, I picked up an old hand handheld Bible that was published in 1761. I researched the name that was uh, doodled all over the front and back pages. The name says Elijah Owens of Windsor, uh, Hannah Owens, Nathan, okay. I, I traced the names and time period and found that the Bible belonged to Captain John Browns, the abolitionist, uh, grandmother. Okay. Uh, the city is the word martyr. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Um, expect that to happen. Expect that to happen again. Martyrdom is coming back. There are some people that will adamantly refuse to bend down to this system. They're going to get taken out one way or another. One way or another. You know, there is no, I don't see any, any um, easy out here. 
you know, even if you lived in the middle of the North Pole, they found you'd be dead. They'd slaughter you there. It won't. It won't matter. It and expect that to happen. It's not going to be. Um, it's not going to be a um, a cakewalk. Right now, right now, what's going on is what I would call foreplay. This is all foreplay. This is this is preparing the preparing for the event to come. You know, and again, the seduction of all this to keep everybody off guard, to lower the guard, to lower their defenses, so that when they do bring in what they want to bring, look, look at Canada. You know, they want to take away all the guns. Now. They they're not they weren't going after a certain uh, uh, military issue guns. They're going for all of them. Why are they going for all the guns? Because they know that if they start this nonsense that they want that they're planning to do. If they're calling un, the uninjected a threat equivalent of a terrorist, then taking away the guns of everybody makes you completely defenseless. The United States has the right idea. The United States, the right to bear arms was there so that if the government decided to bring in their shit to attack the American people, that they would have a means of defense. The only thing that I would suggest to the United States, people of the U.S., is to upgrade your defense to include electromagnetic warfare. Your guns are not going to stop you from a satellite uh, transmission or a tower transmission at, at, at ground level that has a, over a 300 uh, mile circumference range of assault. That's what you got to prepare for. The soldiers that are going to come in, all they're going to do is collect the bodies because once you've been microwaved like that, you're pretty much pooched. Um... Basically, just send me an email. I put you on my list, and when I when I'm ready to uh, do a show, usually the night before, I, I send out a broadcast email, let everybody know the time the show is coming on. You know, uh, this way you have then you, when you look in your email, it's there. So just send me an email, independs at yahoo.com. If you're not already on that list, I'll put you on that list. And then uh, when the when I'm ready to do a show, uh, usually I, I post. Usually I post. If I had the time, I'll post in the links of the topics of the show. If not, I will post in the um, we see in the about there all the people in that in that group there. I will post uh, post them there. Maybe post them also in the email so that you have them there, and then let you know that the show is going to be there. And usually, there's a link so you can click on the link and come on in. Definition of conspiracy theorists is totally subjective, based on the view that one day they might become radical. Um, Preemptive strike comes to mind. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The um, uh, Well, what I mean by pooch, it's an old terminology, meaning that you'd be dead. Nothing left. Or you'd be so incapacitated, there's nothing you'd be able to do. Pooched, you know. the uh, Some terminology comes from uh, my era, and I guess sometimes it... It's been, that too has been lost, but uh, our meaning. So I found manganese gluconate in a powder form is is the correct kind to buy. Yeah, it's it's bound with a gluconate acid. They're not very well uh, absorbed. Uh, the gluconates. Um, you may have to add another acid with it, maybe a citric acid or malic acid with it. It uh, like I said, they don't. And for manganese to be absorbed well, you have to also add arginine with it. Arginine acts as a delivery mechanism. So, um, you know, 
it um um i it, i mean if you did that it, was, it should work if you added the arginine to it and you added um um again another acid with it it should work it should make it more bioavailable so yeah yeah i i found uh uh i have found manganese in batteries and i haven't got, i'm still developing that too and once i got that figured out then we're back in the saddle <laughs> because we're going to need certain elements to keep us from being infected by what's coming next i do believe it'll be an aerosol attack this next time round. uh it'll probably be an integration of nanobiotech um the elements that you're going to need are selenium zinc in the chloride form uh copper in the chloride form manganese uh in the chloride form magnesium in the chloride form potassium in the chloride form calcium in the chloride form and iodine and the iodine to be taken separate from the chlorides i and the selenium so the iodine and selenium taken together and the rest taken together um what we're doing there is not alkalizing i mean it will have an alkalizing effect for sure but what we're actually doing there is we're creating a charging uh, element or a charging environment. Okay, the big, the big key player here is cellular and mitochondrial power. Okay, by having power in the in the cells and by having power in the mitochondria, because what a lot are not getting on this as well is because our bodies are being subjected to an assault which is tapping into our energy levels, cellular energy, tissue energy, neural energy, digestive energy, uh, body temperature, uh, electrical conductivity, all the energy that we have that we produce. Um, um, this is tapping into it and it's using it to charge uh, its program. So what winds up happening is because your body is now being reduced in its capacity to power up the immune system or power up the cells or power up the mitochondria or the DNA or everything else, you become more subjective to being brought down. One of the things that can actually help you charge up or uh, is getting a charge, like I say, a capacitance release, uh, like through the surge and purge or the spike, because that does run a charge and does charge the body up as well. So by taking these elements in the body, you produce the, the, um, uh, the conductivity or the energy levels up. It's like, in other words, it's like a, you're boosting the battery. You're boosting the battery. Um, there's a 12 volt, five amp power supply enough to disengage a nano in the bucket, depending on how many wires you have in the bucket, how many wrappings you've got. If you, if you got the uh, 90, I don't think so. 12 volt won't be enough, I don't think. Usually I, I've stated 15 volt, 15.5 and up because you're going to run into some resistance there and that's going to drastically drop the power. And you're still going to need to have a, uh, um, a uh, what is it now, a, a turning signal switch or something that will create the pulse. Uh, Everyone is so sick here following a day with the worst 
CTs I've ever seen. CTs. What's a CT? CT. I'm trying to connect the dots here. What do you, where do you buy the big glass measuring cup in the copper chloride video? Uh, I went to the secondhand store. A lot of times you go to the secondhand store, you can see all that glassware there, there because a lot of stores are selling all that shit in plastic. Uh, you can go to sometimes uh, these places that sell um, cooking uh, places, you know, they sell pots and pans and stuff like that, but you pay an arm and a leg for them. I, I usually pick those things up for a couple bucks, you know, uh, at the, at the secondhand store. What was the second supplement set after selenium? <laughs> All right. Just put down chloride and basically you're going to need, uh, uh, potassium chloride, sodium chloride, Magnesium chloride, manganese chloride, copper uh, copper chloride, zinc chloride, uh, and calcium chloride, and then iodine with the selenium. When you combine zinc and copper, you get SOD, and that works on the cellular level. When you combine manganese and zinc, that also that works on the mitochondrial level. And all those chlorides have a way of charging and discharging different things in the body. Potassium and magnesium also regulate the heart, so you can either go chloride or citrate. Now, if you can't find chloride, the next best one to go to is citrate or malate. Even the orotate. Those acids work better with the, with the uh, especially the ones that have a higher level of creating a base uh, metals, like sodium, magnesium, calcium, potassium, you know, and zinc. Uh... Uh, selenium, if you can make the liposome, that's fine. Oh, that's what I keep forgetting. The liposome, that's fine. If you can't try to find either a selenomethionine or a selenium citrate. But these are things you want to have on hand. Uh, will a stunner work as good as a cattle prod? If you want to shock the shit out of yourself, yeah, for sure. Go for it, you know. <laughs> uh 200 turns 10 gauge no no way you're not gonna you're not gonna push it you're gonna have to go higher higher with the voltage or higher with the amps one or the other that you have too much resistance come on t oh chemtrails oh what well, geez man i just woke up an hour ago <laughs> two hours ago actually <laughs> why did you just say chemtrails <laughs> you know we have to ask these questions yeah somebody else caught it too um, many people have been sick where they, where I live as they unleash something. Yeah. Well, I, I've been saying that they're going to release something aerosol. Uh, I expected probably by February, we will probably see a, a bigger, um, a bigger outbreak of it because we'll be going, we'll be going from winter to spring. So that would be the perfect time to uh, engage their assault so that when the spring time comes and people are going to say, oh, I can take my mask off, they're going to keep on pushing them to wear the mask, you know. Um, you know. Yeah, more amps, yeah. Uh, what is the holistic alternative to Cialis? <laughs> what is the... Cialis? Well, arginine. 
arginine, beet, uh, garlic, uh, trying to think of the other things that could produce nitric oxide, ornithine, you know, uh, those would be the cheaper ways of doing it. Uh, creatine, uh, hello, uh, good to see you on as well. Okay. Um, Uh, we get close to source as possible. Cook your own. You're never, I don't know where your brain is, Waldo. I really don't understand this because you asked this question before and I've answered it before. You're not going to get any nutritional value out of your food. How? Please explain how you think what you think. You have nanoparticles from the sky saturating everything that you're eating. Everything. You're not eating any organic. The ground soil has been completely depleted. So where, uh, no, I'm not being feisty. I'm being very, very uh, calm. I'm just talking. The, um, the food supply, the food supply, the soil has no, no mineral content to it whatsoever except what they put into it. And you don't know how much of that is being absorbed. So where are you going to get your nutrition nutrients from food? I, this I want to hear. I'd like to get your perspective on this since everything I've been seeing says there's nothing there. Uh, yeah, indoor hydroponic farm would be ideal if you're doing that and then adding the nutrients to the hydroponics or the aquaponics. But, you know, I don't think he's doing that. I think he's just going out to the store, buying what he thinks is organic and, and uh, eating that. And there's nothing in the organics either. Um, hey, Tony, I recently made zinc and copper chloride. Everything looked good. Both came out at pH 5. Good, which seems okay. I started both at night, sometimes along the uh, with iodine. Okay, don't mix them with iodine. Uh, keep them separate as well. And I wake up exhausted. Well, yeah, that makes kind of sense, even without the iodine. I feel very tired. I have to keep my immune system up. I got a long plane ride uh, to my family for the holidays. Any suggestions? Take the uh, take the zinc and uh, copper. Again, I don't know how much you're using. Um, again, use, use only a couple drops because that's all you need and put it in a dilution. Coffee, tea, water, whatever. Uh, don't take it with the iodine because they, they they'll have a negating effect with each other. Um, and see if that works better. Because you got to remember, you are charging the body. Okay, the zinc and copper will charge the cells. Okay, and iodine, if you take that at night, that usually has a has a uh, uh, a stimulating effect that can wake you that can wake you up and keep you awake. So I never tell anybody to take iodine late at nighttime because it, it will activate the brain and will activate the body. So again, because the way it stimulates, so. Probably, probably by the time you are waking up is the time that the iodine and everything else has kicked in because when you fall asleep, your metabolic rate slows down. So you're not absorbing it right away either. It's, it's like a time time release. So what winds up happening is you get, um, you get it when it hits, it wakes you up. So I'd probably tell you to take it during the day. At nighttime, don't take anything. You know, not not of that nature, uh, and see if that's there's a difference. Because again, if it's kicking in and your immune system's kicking in, yeah, you are going to wake up exhausted. So, um, so, right. 
They just had another table. Yeah, I, I've seen that too or heard about it. Uh, here it is. So... Okay, trying to get caught up with the messages here. Organic, yeah, exactly. Uh, see, or turn off your Wi-Fi every night. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. If you're out, if you got Wi-Fi going on, disengage your modem or disengage it from your computer because if you don't, it will uh, buzz you. I had to. Put a Faraday over my thermostat. I have had to shield my windows. I've had to shield my phone. You know. Um, well, again, you need to be more clear in what you're saying, because you're going to be misleading people here in what you're in how you're saying it. Okay, when you're saying get your nutrition from your food. Well, that's pretty pretty wide open. All right. So you need to be a lot more clear of what you're talking about because you're not going to get any even from the cow. Unless the cow's being supplemented with uh, some form of supplementation, a lot of that milk is weak too. I know I've had farmers that I dealt with with uh, uh, getting un unpasteurized milk. They had to feed their cows uh, supplements because the milk was hardly in, what, what they were feeding was very little. Um, very little in it so again be a little bit more clear you made a comment regarding to getting your getting your nutrition from your food okay that's what you, that's where i stepped in uh tony's been looking for the deal tony been looking for dlp but found uh and cellulose found a powder form but it's lpa Will be this no no it has to have the um that's just the left part of the phenylalanine you need to depart you need the right and the left to create the painkiller check uh pure bulk see if they have it i don't know if they do i don't normally go looking for it but um or look for a uh look for a wholesaler online see if you can find it in a powder form um you know in regarding to that uh but in order for DLPA to work, you have to have both the right and the left uh, spin of the of the um, amino acid. Because uh, when they sell phenylalanine, it's usually the left that they're selling anyway. Okay, it's never it's no, not normally the right. The right the D forms they don't normally sell them. Now that the D forms have come out probably in the last ten years uh, that they've been selling as a some kind of indicator for some for certain things, but. Usually, when you go into a health food store, um, uh, you know you you um, that's where you find your DLPA. You know, uh, health food stores, or sometimes you can go on. You know, sometimes you have to sort of look around, and then you have to kind of weigh out whether or not um, whether or not to buy it from a place outside um the norm you know because of the um because of the nature of things you know uh 
it, it's just the way it is. You know, it, like I said, things are not like they used to be where you could get a lot of these things uh, accessible. Uh, yeah, ch check out that way. All right, I'm going to play some stuff. I'm always got stuff. Um, let's see if I can find it here. Okay, I'm going to play something from Fire Medic 8, the ancient dark arts and medical establishment. He makes a connection with the Babylonian bullshit and today's medicine. And you know what? It's you could you could see it even before this, you know, because since nothing's been there's been no cure. This is another big thing. There's really been no cures since uh, since the early 1900s. I think once we got around 1918, 1920, cures all stopped. There was no more cures. You can find if you can find the King's Dispensary book. It's an old herbal book that the doctors of the day used to use to cure people. Today, we got nothing. So anyway, let me play this for you. Uh, it's, not, it's not very long, so give me one second. Here we go. With this video today, I want to talk about and kind of show you that the dark arts are alive and well today. The Solomonic, Egyptian, Babylonian systems of medicine have captured all of the sciences. And they have a belief system, and this belief system does not match up with ours. So my friend Tony recently posted this link to Cold Springs Harbor Laboratory. This is a preprint website. Pretty much all the papers that are up here just haven't gone through the so-called certified peer review process. And we all know that the peer review process has been captured long, long ago. So anyway, so I'm looking more into the EMF, the electrical magnetic properties on how to target cells, target individuals, and they use this vocabulary of remote and non-invasive. So on this study, they're talking about magnetic controls of select neural circuits in flies, right? That's how they see us, flies and maggots. So when I was on this page, it got me thinking more and more about why we're so saturated with EMFs. EMF, at minimum, a two-part mechanism. It's an electricity portion, and then there's a magnetic field portion. But coming from a little bit of my background, communications realm, I believe there's a third component. There's always embedded information or instructions in one of these two fields, or these two fields together bring in the instructions they can have a direct result on some type of neural circuitry cellular gates to have some type of instructions for these nanoparticles that we are inundated with everywhere we go you literally can't even wash your hands in conventional soaps without absorbing some type of nanoparticle and most of these nanoparticles are enveloped in certain delivery systems sneak right in through our biology like a cat burglar breaking into our house in the middle of the night. However, these cat burglars, they don't go in to try to rob you. These cat burglars come in to stay and to wreak havoc on our biology. And then again, we see this, this light-based technologies. Again, I understand that there are always going to be a positive form of these therapies. I know there could be, and there is, light-based technologies 
to help mankind. But again, these psychopaths that I'm talking about that participate in the ancient ways of manipulating humans, the Babylonian, Solomonic, Egyptian systems of old, alive and well in our medical systems and our research systems, the, the sciences have been 100% captured by these ancient ways. And so from this page, I just happened across this study. And this is nuclear magnetic resonance. So you're using magnetic and sound properties to be able to target cells. And I won't stay on this page very long and I'll just move right on along. But from this, I dug a little deeper and came across this study. I just typed in NMR into the search bar on PubMed then I came across this and I'm like, holy smokes, unbelievable. Again, we have to always understand that the psychopaths that control our medical and research systems, they have a belief system. It's the inversion of what is good. You just can't make this stuff up. Snare mediated membrane fusion is an ubiquitous process. So what does that mean? What does ubiquitous mean? Found everywhere and look at this word right here again they have a belief system they think they are like the most high make no mistake about it so from this page what i wanted to figure out is who's leading the way in snare mediated membrane fusion just so we're clear these psychopaths have always tried to infuse abominable things to our biology, bacteria, yeast, other mammalian cells, insect cells. They're always trying to create or some type of method to further corrupt our biology. This is just a little side note before we get too far. So I typed this in, snare mediated membrane fusion. The very first choice in the search bar was this. We made it all the way back to the Netherlands yet again. We're back in the Netherlands, where HEK comes from, the mammalian cell technology, right? And what you can't make up is how you pronounce this. Now in the Dutch, it might sound a little bit different, but when you pronounce this in English, it's Utrecht, Utrecht, just coincidental, nothing to see here. And so what this group does is they apply magnetic resonance to their approaches to unravel structural function and relationships in complex molecular systems with a goal to understand principal chemical and biological processes such as signal transduction, molecular transport, biocatalysts with a combination of solid state NMR and other spectroscopic and biophysical cell biology approaches for studies in the following areas. So after reading that, I just wanted to know more about solid state. I basically copied and pasted that term into PubMed again. And here we go. So again, it's the nuclear magnetic residence. Solid state is a atomic level. Now, a lot of people 
have different belief systems or different understandings of what they believe atomic level is. To me, what I believe the atomic level is, is the level of our biology that points back to the first man, Adam. I don't think it's a necessarily a particle. I think it is the connection to the actual first man. And I believe that's one of the things that they have always been trying to do is to unravel connection, whether it's a spiritual connection, some type of biological connection to the first man, the father created that he spoke into existence and he gave the first breath of life. That's what atomic level means to me. And our enemy is trying to sever every single connection that we have to our father in heaven. And that's my belief on what they mean when they say atomic level. They're trying to infiltrate this connection that we have, that we all have, that will all link us back together to this first man in the creation story. And so as I'm reading this, I'm just looking through it, and, you know, a couple things pop up, you know, fundamental nuclear spin interactions, effects of magnetic fields, radio frequency pulses, you know, and then again, like always, they put their calling card in here, measured under magic angle spinning. Unbelievable, unbelievable. They cannot stop propagating their magic, their black magic, the dark arts. That's what they believe in. That's their MO. They're going to show it. You just have to look. And they always show us and tell us what they're doing. We just have to look. I know it's tiring, but our enemy doesn't sleep, never sleeps. Unfortunately, we do, you know, and we didn't get here overnight. At some point in our history, our forefathers, our generations that came before us, uh, we all have let things slide. You know, we stopped being watchmen over a period of time. And the, the tentacles of this system is literally like weeds. Eventually, everything that is good will be overtaken if we don't watch, if we don't report. What I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna play a video that talks about magic angle spinning a little bit. And then I'm gonna have my good brother from Arkansas, Kyle, come in and he's gonna do a study, a scriptural biblical study on the word snare. His original study was 18 minutes. Um, and I cut it down to five minutes to you know, make this video a little bit shorter. Um, but in the comment section, if you would, if you want to hear the whole thing, just let me know. And I'll post the whole thing on my channel. This is the war. This is the war. This is the Genesis 15, the, the seed war, the corruption of all flesh, the most ancient war of all times. It's not over yet. We have to endure to the end. That's all I got. Take care. Be safe. 24 hours prior to the experiment, a male fly is placed into a 2 milliliter tube. 
Upon brief ice-cold anesthesia, the fly is pushed into the NMR rotor insert, then placed into the rotor tube. TSP standard solution is added on top of the rotor insert, and then the rotors are closed with a top cap. The rotor is introduced into the HRMAS probe and is positioned at the magic angle 54.7 degrees. The spectrometer is set to acquire one- and two-dimensional experiments. Finally, the MR spectra of specimens are analyzed. What's going on, everybody? So I've recently been asked about the word snare. Uh, where does it come from? What does it mean biblically? How are we supposed to receive it, right? So what I plan on doing here is to give a little bit more of an in-depth understanding as to where this word comes from and what it's supposed to mean to us today. And we're going to use scripture. We're also going to dive into the Hebrew a little bit. I'm going to start with Deuteronomy chapter 7. Now here we see the Lord your God speaking. In the Hebrew, that's Yahuwah your Elohim. Okay? And he is speaking to the Israelites, or in Hebrew, the nation of Yasharel. What he's doing is he's telling them what they need to do, what they need to look out for, what they need to stay away from when they enter the land of Canaan to go and dispossess it of all that is in it. So if we scroll down to verse 25, we will read this. It says, you shall burn the carved images of their gods with fire. You shall not covet the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, lest you be snared by it, for it's an abomination to Yahuwah your Elohim. If we go ahead and look up this word snared in this verse in the Hebrew right here on blueletterbible.org, we will find it right here. Scroll on down and there it is. Thou be snared. Here is the Hebrew, Yakosh. We click on that word right there, H3369. And what it means is to lure, to entice, to snare, to lay a snare or lure, set a trap. We can even come down here and it tells us again to lay snares, to be a bird catcher, to be taken in a noose. Interesting, right? Now we know that the people of Yah are often referred to as the birds or fowl of the air in scripture. And here we see someone trying to lay a snare or a trap or be a bird catcher. Interesting. Now, let's go look at 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And let's scroll down here to the bottom. This is going to fit everything we're talking about real well. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient. Now, keep in mind, this is a servant of Yahuwah. Right? He's our master. We serve him. The greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, and soul. Right? We serve him. As for me and my house, we will serve Yahuwah. Right? And if you are a servant of Yahuwah, you must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient and humility, correcting those who are in opposition, in opposition of the truth. If God perhaps will grant them repentance, because he's the one that grants the repentance, so that they may know the truth, because right now they're in opposition to the truth. They're in self-denial. They are drawn away by their own desires. We shouldn't be drawn away by our own desires. And he goes on to say, and that they may come to their senses. They may wake up, come to your senses and escape. The snare of who? The devil. Hasatan, the enemy. Having been taken captive by him to do 
his will, to serve those gods, to worship him and to live for him and to do his complete will, the snare of the devil. To close, let's look at this word, yakosh, which is the word for snare itself, to lure, to entice, to set a trap. Yakosh, yod, kof, shin. Let's look at that word in the Hebrew. Here's yod, and it means what? To worship. Ooh, interesting. Kof, it looks like a picture of the sun, right? kind of breaking the horizon. Maybe it's just setting or just rising. That's why it has to do with the sun behind the horizon. Time, right? Because the sun justifies time here on earth. So we got the sun, we got worship, and then we have sheen, which is right here. And it's a picture of teeth. And you use your teeth to press and destroy and separate, do you know? So if we take in Paleo-Hebrew, the word yakosh, for what it's worth in Picto-Paleo-Hebrew with pictures, and you were to read that story of what the word snare means, and all that we've looked at, it means to worship the sun or the false light of destruction and separation. And Yahuwah warns us to not fall into the snare of Hasatan, who leads the nations astray. And his army is as the sand of the sea. All righty. I wanted to put another twist on that. Not a twist, but another perspective, I guess. When you, when God tells the people of Israel to destroy everything, to burn everything down, even the gold and the silver, the aspect of the gold and the silver also may have been nanotechnology. Nanotechnology is not nothing new <clears throat> if we have it today it's been here before and making contact with the nano gold nano silver would be a snare because you now it would um could embed itself inside of you and start replicating again trapping you and ensnaring you so there's that aspect of it because we have that in today's time that these gold and silver nanoparticles and a lot of these, na these nanometals, once you make contact with them and they penetrate, they now take over or they engage in, again, consuming you. Um, you know, the... Um, so, you know, we today... Um, So um, I'm just reading some of the stuff here. Um, so, well, targeted individuals. Okay, I'm going to touch on that real quick too. Everybody on the planet is a targeted individual. Everyone. Okay, everyone is a targeted individual. Okay. When the Bible says that uh, Satan uh, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour, that means everybody's fair game. Everybody's fair game. 
Okay, you're not just, you know, just because you haven't felt the effects of it, you are feeling the effects of it, just not the same effects as somebody else. If you're eating anything, drinking anything, breathing anything, you've got nanotechnology inside you, you are now a targeted individual. You've been targeted with a weapon. If you're going through, uh, uh, you know, attacks and some form of an assault, you are a targeted individual. Look, if you're a believer in Jesus, it, it tells you that you're going to be persecuted for the truth. That is a, that's a reality. You know, the one thing I don't do is I, I really don't pay attention to too many Christians or believers. I The way I look at it from my perspective is this. I have to work out my own salvation with fear and trembling. What somebody else does, I don't care. You know, as long as they don't try to dissuade me or mislead me away from my faith, we have no problem you, you, because they too will have to give an account just like everybody else. Now, do I feel obligated to tell them they're on the wrong path? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I look at certain things from another angle that they have to go through that fire. They have to bang their head against the wall. They have to feel the, the pain in order to learn. Some people are just the way they are. Some are really dense. Some are really stupid. Some just don't see and they need to see. And the only way they can see it is by going through whatever. Some people fall asleep and never wake up. That, my point on that is I do not concern myself in that regard. Whatever somebody does and whatever influences they create, that is on them. The only thing that we are obligated to do, um, the only thing we're obligated to do is to shine an example in any way, form, uh, shape, and not worry about the rest. The way I see it, this is God's salvation message. This is God's plan. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't force somebody to get saved. You can't force somebody to repent. You can't force anybody to do anything. You can express and explain certain things to people <clears throat> in whatever form or fashion you, you, you do it in. It's up to them in the, in the long haul. And again, it's up to God in the long haul, whether he deems them to be worthy of salvation. Some people are down here are nothing but chaff. Some people that profess to be of the faith are nothing but chaff. The way it is, you know, we don't make the rules. We're, we're not, we're not, we're just, we're engaged in a war, a war that we didn't ask for, but a war nonetheless to free us from the, from the grips of slavery and to quit serving false gods. We, you know, a lot, and that's it. You know, I never worry about whatever I see. Okay, I see TV evangelicals, and I think they're all full of shit, every one of them. But what they do, I don't follow. I don't even watch them, to be quite honest with you. I think they're a waste of time. Um, uh, well, that's because you're allowing yourself to be misled, or not misled, but to be influenced by them. So what? Let them do what they're going to do. How does that affect you? If someone says they're a believer in Jesus and they're fucking around, that's their affair. That's on them. You worry about you. I don't care about what anybody thinks. I don't, I don't feel the need to be compelled to follow a crowd. I've never followed a crowd, ever. You know, sometimes I got caught up in crowds, but in the end, I've always separated myself or became separate anyway, one way or another. And that's how we all, if you're a believer, you're going to be alone. You know that song, Wake Up Call by Phil Collins? This is your wake-up call. You ever hear that song? It's basically that identifies people who uh, have come to a truth, any truth. 
in the end, all truth leads back to God. All truth does. So when you're looking at uh, whatever's going on, I don't care if someone's Catholic, Protestant, born again, Pentecostal, Baptist, whatever. I could care, give a shit about any of that. You know, it's to me is what I to me it's the fruit of their faith is what I look at. Um. So when you're alone, you know, I find when I'm alone, I get more done. To be honest with you. And when I'm alone, I, I see things a lot clearer, and I'm not influenced by the static of a crowd. And that's and and when you start to analyze what I'm saying, yeah, when I, you when I analyze, if you analyze what I'm saying, you begin to realize that looking at all that shit out there will just just frustrate you. Looking at things that are of pertinence and relevance to your life and where you're going and the objective of where you're heading, that's all you should be looking at. I've often I said this many a time. This world is a shit hole, and we are being re being removed from the shit of this planet. That's what's going on. And the reason why we get we get issues sometimes is because we're still tethered to something on this planet. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, whatever illusion, whatever concept, whatever perspective, whatever it may be, ideology, you're somehow still tethered to it. I look at what's going on today in a way, a way and a means to, okay, I need to escape the wrath of God coming to civilization. But in the same token, I also realize that no matter where I go, I'm going to eventually meet my end. That how it comes and where it comes again, you know, that's what it is. I was looking at Revelations today. Let's see if I still have it up. Maybe I got it up still. Hold on. Yeah, let me read something here. And I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my perspective on this this passage. Again, it may not be accurate, but this is how I see it. Let's see where we're at here. Revelation six. Um okay, pass the white robes. Okay, here. This is what I, how I read this, because again, I'm looking at, I'm not looking at the linguistics of it, whether it's Hebrew, Greek, you know, orangutan or whatever. I'm just reading it the way it is, the way I'm seeing it, and how I'm interpreting it based on what I know today with technology, nanotechnology, frequencies, and everything that I know. So, because I, I always correlate that to what I see here and how I see it. Now, again, you can look at it any way you want. You want to put the Greek. Uh, angle to it, you want to put the Hebrew angle to it, that's up to you. This is how I see it. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun was as black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon was like blood. This is telling me that something is happening in the, on a dimensional level here. If the sun was black, was as, as black as sackcloth, it's been covered up. Something has changed the environment around us on this planet. And it appears, and it appears that some kind of energy surge is happening here. And the stars of heaven fell onto the earth as a fig tree casts her green figs when it's shaken by a mighty wind. This looks like an invasion force coming into the earth. A portal has been opened up or something has some energy Surge has opened up, and the stars of heaven, angels, fallen angels, have now come to the earth. 
And heaven departed away as a scroll when it's rolled, and every mountain and isle were moved out of the places. This is when I read this, I thought, hmm, this gives you a whole different angle. Where you where are you going to go? <laughs> you can't go to I've often said an island is the worst place to go. This kind of validates it. But every mountain island were moved out of their places. This is some kind of major power that has hit the earth or has been released on the earth. Something extremely powerful. This almost reminds me of the, in the days of Noah, when they were building the Tower of Babel, that tower was an antenna. And this is what they were trying to do back then. And it was stopped. This time around, it was allowed to happen. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in dens and among the rocks and of the mountains because they saw this invasion coming forth and said to the mountains and rocks fall on, on us and hide us from the presence of him that sitteth on the throne from the wrath of the lamb for the great day of his wrath has come who can stand this is to me the battle between god and lucifer okay this whole thing and, and again i broke it down based on how i see it now you may not see it the same way and that's fine you may not interpret it the same way. That's fine, too. But that's how I'm seeing this, that this event that's coming is all going to be uh, tied to some dimensional, interdimension, I should say, interdimensional war that the portals of the planet or the protection of the planet has been shaken wide open. And now it, it, the, the war is on. The war is on. So, again... That's how I see some of the things that I see when I read these things. You know, I don't just look at them. Um, I just don't look at them the same way that the church would try to teach me. So when you are when you are in your funk, we all go through a funk. All of us. Funk basically is a a mood or uh, or a, um, not necessarily depression, but depression, uh, suppression, whatever. You know, frustration. Uh, aggravation, agitation, whatever. Yeah, this is what I mean. This is a bigger picture here. This is what we have to prepare for. This is what we have to look at and say, this is coming. We need to be in a place where we're not involved. We're not in an area where this battle is going to be, uh, you know, going to wipe us out. This is going to eliminate everything, everything that isn't nailed down. Um, You know, so when we're looking at the, when we're looking at the, um, when we're looking at some of this, um, uh, when we're looking at some of the things going on uh, with, um, our lives, it's where we're heading. You know, um, you know, it's where we're heading and what's coming. And what are you doing to get ready? That's that's it in a nutshell. That's how I see it. Like I said, I don't look at people because they go to a church. I don't look at Christians who don't act like they're believers. I've been around a lot of them all my life. You know, I don't look at. I It's, it's almost uh, there was a book out. I can't think of the name of it. Basically, it was a story of a man that was in jail for his faith. And he wrote a story about how 
it was all about the Christian walk. I can't think of the name of the book. Um, anyway, in there he depicts how when you get started in the walk, in your belief, coming awake and aware, and how you start this walk and how there are so many deceptive uh, traps and entrapments that keep you that try to mislead you from the from the walk and in the end when you get to the very end your life is over and you, you you've evolved um, um, so so anyway um, so it's a conundrum I think is what they're saying conundrum yeah okay so like i said you know looking at things the way they are today my thoughts on this has always been too that we are only here to get each other out of here on our own we'll never make it together we will and by again everyone helping everybody and getting past some of the stupidity that we've been told to to separate and isolate us to hate people for no reason the message of every believer is to share the message of Jesus is, is, is uh, here to save and to deliver us from this planet. That's the main message. And in the interim, to evolve and grow in that message. That's been the main uh, theme about it all. Uh, and again, everyone goes through whatever they go through to evolve and to maturate. So again, the idea to hate somebody because the world tells me to hate a Hindu, to tells me to hate a Buddhist, it tells me to hate a a Muslim tells me to hate a Hebrew or a, 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 those of the Judaic faith. To hate Christians, to hate Catholics. To, you know, it's all about this separate isolation. You know, so we need to realize that okay, not to hate nobody. Number one, that goes against the second commandment: love thy neighbor as thyself. And two, to try to reach everybody, to share, to talk. If everyone is looking for the second coming. That's a commonality that we need to build on. That's my thinking anyway. The uh, And how to build on it, that again, I do not know for sure. But that seems to me what we need to all be building on. You know, doctrines and interpretations and God knows what else that's involved. That could be, that could work for you or it could work against you, depending on how it's how it's delivered, I guess. That's probably the best way. Just like all these other messages that everybody talks about. So, um, so thanks for solidifying it. Hard pill, hard pill. Okay. So again, when we're looking at all the stuff that's going on today, there's a lot that's happening, but there's a lot we can do to also offset what's going on. You know, when I do the shows, I present some of the things coming and we know that they're going to continue with their assault on mankind to get everybody marked, branded. Okay, let's look at these jabs. Now, it's not only a bioweapon, but it is an identifier, a mark, a branding of people that now have accepted this uh, mark or this identifier as property of the devil. You know. As property of the devil. Um, so what we have done or what is being perpetrated or what is being presented now is no longer a choice. 
It's all done by deception. So it's not even above borders. It doesn't have any ethics or morals to it. And again, it's all about subjugation through deception and manipulation. Just like now, okay, anybody who's not been jabbed is a terrorist. Really? Wow. We graduated. <laughs> and if we're a terrorist, that means they're afraid of us. The government is afraid of you. Oh, these terrorists. Oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> well, you got to say, I'm not jabbed. Ah! <laughs> Mess with me and I'll help you be I'll help you be healthy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> I want to be tagged. You know, it's uh, you know, it's it's um have I seen Trudeau? I really don't want to see him. I've seen pictures of him. He looks like somebody has morphed him again, another morphology or another robotoid. You know, so like I said, they're scared of us, they're scared, they're showing their fear. They're showing that they are not. Um, they're, they're showing that they have. They're losing. The, they're, they've lost ground. They're trying now fear tactics. It ain't going to work. If their first fear tactics didn't work, the second one isn't going to either. They're going to have to do something a little bit more drastic this time around, you know. And then what are you going to do? The question now is, what are you going to do? See, there's two ways of doing things. One is to get panic and reactive, and the other way is to be analytical and then um, um, thorough. Analytical and thorough. Uh, in other words, we have to look at what's coming and not react saying, oh, uh, uh, we're going to die. We're going to die. Yeah, we are going to die. So what? <laughs> Nothing new there. We knew that from the moment we were born. Uh, yeah, so like I said, you know, we need to realize that, we again, look for an answer. Look for a solution. Look for something that can be counter uh, countermeasure to their bullshit. That's all they got. In all honesty, that is all they have is pure bullshit. That's the only way they can get anything done is by telling people a bunch of bullshit. They have not, they have yet on any level shown anything factual. You know, everything's been fictitious. Everything's been based on some sort of fear. The planet's, the planet's population has, has, uh, has exceeded the planet's ability to uh, supply. That's been their biggest hype. Did you know that? The biggest hype. That the planet's resources have now been exceeded by the population. And yet there is absolutely no evidence that that is even true. None. None. They can show you statistics of population growth. They can show you statistics of this and this. But the only reason we're having problems with food production is because we, we have not we as, as other people, but they have engineered the food supply so it produces less. Um, okay, Tony, it's already started in Australia. Look at the school principal massacred in Queensland for being a conspiracy theorist that quit his job because of jab uh, mandates and lived off the grid. Really? 
you have a do you have a, a link that you can send me to my email on that I'd like to read that um you know um so when we're looking at again it's beginning in australia you know it's funny australia and canada and new zealand seem to be the the um the targeted uh, countries for their prototype and their bullshit you know and the problem with australia and new zealand and canada is we become too domesticated yeah thank you i appreciate it uh we become too domesticated here you know everyone here you know in canada uh, in canada when i was down in new zealand it was it was very similar um the ambiance nobody gave a shit about anything all they cared about is having a good buzz a good time and getting laid in a meal <laughs> just like everywhere else you know no different and they and a lot of them didn't care about a whole lot you know if uh they had what they needed had a roof over their head they were happy they were content they weren't looking for anything you know whatever but they but the powers that be now want to harvest the sheep Canada's, Canada's probably the most laid-back country in the world, one of the most laid-back country in the world. I think New Zealand and Australia are probably along the same lines. And we're pretty easy going. We have a certain sense of fair play when we, even when we deal with each other. Uh, it's when the government creates that imbalance that's when we get upset. It's no longer fair play now. Now it's, it's, uh, they're taking advantage. So when we're looking at the when we're looking at what's going on today in regarding to um, all that's happening, you know, it's very difficult, like I said, to um, swallow the pill. I'm looking at Canada being destroyed. It, it irks my ire. You know, we need to get rid of Parliament. That's, that's the big thing. We need to get rid of Parliament and we need to get rid of the, the royalty that controls this Parliament uh, and have establish our own... Um, autonomous system and get the wef out of our countries we don't need the wef here you know we never needed them before all of a sudden we need the wef why countries are working pretty good without them and since they have instituted their penetration in our countries or respective countries we've had nothing but grief We've never had this kind of division in our country. We've got division even in our families over this bullshit. Did you get the jab? No. Oh, you can't visit my kids. Oh, you can't come over to my house. Oh, this and this and this. Over, over what? A fake. No evidence to validate anything. Nothing. No evidence to validate the fact that the, that the food supply or the resources of this planet have, have now been exceeded by the population. There's no evidence to that whatsoever. None. What is really going on is the direction that the governments and the corporations are taking people. And in that direction, there is not enough, there's not enough resources to satisfy their corporate greed. That's what's really going on. Why do we need a cell phone that can work at hypervelocity speeds when all we need to do is make a phone call? Why do we need an electric car to get self uh, self-generate its own energy like you, you know it makes no sense we already have a, a car that consumes um products carbon products from the earth 
We don't need another vehicle that's going to, again, consume more energy than it puts out. Makes absolutely no sense. And to, and to farm and mine the lithium, we're now using slave labor to do this. So again, nothing about the electric car has any real value or meaning, yet they're driving everybody to go in that direction. It's total, total bullshit. And we all know that every time the oil is pulled out of the earth and you drain a uh, uh, oil um, oil field, if you plug up that oil in one or two years, it refills itself. We all know this. So it is a renewable energy source. It's that we don't control it. Uh, well, they want more bombs on the highway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because if, if an electric car <laughs> collides with another electric car, you got about 30 seconds to get out of that car or you'll be incinerated. Those batteries are highly, highly, highly dangerous. I, like I said, I smashed my cell phone. The damn thing exploded with all this blue-black smoke that came out of it. Insane. So like I said, it's not that the population has exceeded the resources of the planet. It's that the corporations control a, a certain amount of these resources, and they want to be in full control. Why is it certain countries in the world have been told to tap tap their oil fields and that somebody else will supply them the gasoline? Why, why is that? Because if everybody was pumping petrol out of the earth, the price of oil would be down to probably about a nickel a gallon. Standard oil would lose its shirt. <coughs> and the dollar bill and the dollar, the US dollar would lose all value. Because the US dollar is not based on gold but petrol. You know, so a lot of the shit that we're hearing today is all again fabrication. Um, <coughs> um yeah. Abram, I'll tell you what you can do. Go buy us. Go buy these space heaters. I don't know how big your house is. I had the same problem with the natural gas company here, and I quit paying it because I said I'm not going to pay that price. I have a 1,500 square foot area that's only heat, being heated up at 400 square foot, and they were charging me 700 bucks for that. And I told them, I said, "F that." I've gotten these space heaters, and I've gotten uh, all around the house and areas of the house when I had the natural gas pumping through was not getting any heat whatsoever. In fact, you could walk to the, that part of the house and see your breath. That's how cold it was getting. Now I got the house up to between 74 and 84 degrees with these space heaters, and it works fine. Now, I haven't got a bill yet, but I expect the next bill to be a little bit higher, but it'll be a lot cheaper. Yeah, they're electric. They're all electric. Uh, whereabouts do you live? Whereabouts do you stay? You know, I got tired. I got one here in this room, one in the major room, one in the washroom, and two in the back room. And the house is pretty much in the lower area, uh, New Jersey. Yeah, go go to um, Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, any hardware store. See where you can get them cheap. Um, the ones I got, I spent about 75, 80 bucks for uh, because uh, it's a Honeywell. It's got a fan to it. Uh, I got two of those. I got two of these barrel ones, and I got just the regular ones, and it does the trick. It does the trick. I think right now, the house right now I'm sitting is, is sitting at 75 or thereabouts. So, um, and you let one run in the washroom all night long, and you should be good, you know. Um, 
Ja. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. So this is this is I'm this is why I'm showing you. Um, you know, I'm not uh, okay. Based on a 1,500 square foot area, uh, I've got two, three, four, five spread out throughout the area, and it's heating the whole whole house. At nighttime, I shut them down because I only sleep for five hours. You can leave I leave one running in the washroom. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I did one running in the washroom with the door shut. So when I get up in the morning, because the house is a little cooler, I got one running in my bedroom because there's no heat in my bedroom. And so I'll, I'll set that up about two or three hours before I go to bed. So by the time I go into bed, I'm I'm good. And what I did is I shielded my bed from frequencies. So the heater is blowing heat on the shielding. I don't even sleep with a blanket on. That's how warm it gets in there. So... This is something you can do. Um, thousand square foot. You probably, if you get three good ones, three good ones that have a fan, you don't don't get the rotating one. That's all, whatever. You know, just get them to where they're blowing. I You should feel a big difference. How long does it take to heat the home with the, uh, depends uh, what what temperature you they drop to at night. Because I like I said, I turn mine off. The lowest mine has got to 64. And within about an hour, you're around 71 degrees, you know. And again, depending on the temperature outside and where you live and that kind of stuff. But I've had it. I'll run them all day long. Once they reach a certain temperature, I might shut one or two down. And then the temperatures will drop slowly to a certain level. Then I'll put them back on again. Yeah. So this could save you money. The way I looked at it, paying this high natural gas bullshit and then paying the electric on top of it. If, I, if my even if my electric bill goes up to five hundred, it'll still be cheaper than paying it the other way. You know, that's how I'm looking at it. Um, yeah, well, this is this, welcome to the WEF. The WEF did this. WEF did this. The United States worked out some deal with uh, with Russia. You know, to again inflate the cost of everything. You know. Uh, yeah, you'll find it makes a big difference. It does, you know. And like I said, what I did is I went to Lowe's and they had these uh, eight-foot sheets of graphite with aluminum. So what I did is I bought, um, what did I buy? Two, four. I bought six of them and I put two on each side, taped them together with aluminum tape. I put two on the top, sealed the crack in the middle with the aluminum tape. And then I got a, an aluminum flap that, I, that fall, folds over at nighttime, to, again, to shield me from frequencies. That heater is blowing, and, and the heater is blowing off and on. After I get it set up for a couple hours, I'll have it set so that it'll just come on and off throughout the night. It heats that, that uh, containment I have. I'm telling you, you don't even need a blanket. I wake up, you know, I'm warm. And so when I come out of there, I feel like, ah. I'm in shock because of the because it cools down a little bit when I go out to the hallway. So yeah, you can do that. Again, this is another way to help you out. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that shit's called. I just I just saw the graphite with the aluminum, and I didn't even think about what I was looking at what it could do. <laughs> you know, that's what I was looking at. Oh, you know, it'll block frequencies. It'll block. It'll help deflect some of that six G. Yeah, so again, try that. You might be surprised, you know, how 
little it takes to heat the place up, you know. And if you put a barrier around your around your bed even and turn on a space heater while you're before you get to bed, even about two hours before you go to bed, when you get inside of it and you, and you again flap down the um, flap it down so that you again it shields you from frequencies, that heater will blow that heat on that unit and it will hold it like I said, you're comfortable. Uh, plus you're in a very dark environment so you sleep you sleep deeper as well, you know. So that's what I've had to do here. I've had to come, come up with ideas to um, uh, compensate for the assault that's going on here. I got a tower three blocks from me here. I got one down in the center of the city here. And then we get hit with these freaking over, uh, over the way, over the ground, ground, over the ground, ground ways coming from Toronto and Michigan. So we're you're constantly being hit here with all kinds of stupid shit. Um, well, yeah, it doesn't matter which one you use. Just get one that will put out good, adequate heat. Uh, the ones I've got are 1,500-watt power. Um, so, and you can set them, and some of these have a function where you can actually set the temperature. Um, um, yeah, so you may want to check that Lowe's thing that I tell you about. Uh, I've seen them in Lowe's. I don't remember seeing them at Home Depot. It may be there, too, but I mean, because you're in the U.S., but... Basically, I got six of them. I should have got eight. And then when I went there the other day, they had thicker ones. So I'm thinking about getting four more. Um, yeah, Tony, what? Uh, Tony, what were you speaking of? Are they sheets? They're like um, they're like an eight foot long, eight feet by four feet. Um, Sheets of graphite and aluminum. So they have an aluminum exterior and a graphite interior. So they're they're basically an insulate an insulator. So what I did, I I created I got six of them. So I put two on one side, two on the other side, and and then made a roof on top. And then I taped them all together with aluminum tape. And then I ran that to a ground. So I got a ground about thirty feet away of a coil, a puck coil that I attached it to. So. When I'm inside this thing, it allows me to sleep. You know, um, today I really overslept. I went to bed, I think, at 6, six this morning. And I got up at 4 this afternoon. I like, what the heck happened there? So, but the weather's been all screwed up. Um, yeah, they look uh, they look like drywall, but they're super light. They're really, really light. You know, even you can pick them up. You know, even you can pick them up. <laughs> With those massive biceps and those bulging, uh, <laughs> those bulging pecs and those massive deltoids in them, huge, huge, massive, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to go into the um, uh, the uh, <laughs> you got to go into the uh, section where they have the drywall. It's in there uh, or in the insulation section. So, yeah, they work really good. They work really good. Like I said, I, I, I go in, you know, just my uh, bare essentials. I, I lay there and I don't even need a blanket, you know. Um, if I turn that thing on about two hours before I'm ready to go to bed, pff, I'm good to go, you know. And, again, it's got a little timer on it, so I set it so that it'll kick, in, kick on and off so that the heat stays consistent in the room where I don't have to run it all the time, you know. Um, I hear brandy keeps you warm or Canadian whiskey. It can, but it, it burns out eventually. And when it burns out while you're sleeping, that's when you get cold. 
All righty, we're at the end of the show. I didn't cover everything, but the links will be up. Uh, let me know if you downloaded anything off that folder or able to download the folder. Um, and if you can't get it, let me know where you're, where you're located so we can maybe come up with another way of delivering this information to you. Uh, again, that'll help me as well. Um, uh, what are the sheets you get from Lowe's? Uh, graphite. Graphite's the other one. Aluminum and graphite. Uh, <clears throat> I always say, <clears throat> excuse me, I always say at the end of these shows, um, you know, read the Gospels, read what Jesus had to say. You know, I'm just showing you something in Revelations earlier. So again, these are, again, something to make you think, to provoke you to a thought, you know, in some form or fashion. Get you to think, to get you to look, to get you to read, to get you to see things maybe a little differently, you know. Uh, and perhaps uh, help you in your evolution. So again, read the Gospels. Or again, read the, read the salvation message as well. That's why Jesus came. You know, John 3, 16, 3, 17, 3, 3. These are all about, you know, getting you on board. Um, I think, again, up on top here, you got all these people that have, have got something to offer. So you may want to contact any one of them. if you Again, and if you want to donate to any one of them, please do so. If you can't, if you can't, don't worry about it. You know, um, I know a lot of you've been set back, especially with all that's going on. I always tell people, take care of your homes, take care of your place. And again, when you can help. All righty. I always say as well, we are still here by the grace of God. So till the next segment, which should be um, either Wednesday or Thursday, keep your eye on the email, see how it goes uh, uh, to your house. Right. So again, check your email. So until the next segment to your health, take care.